0: Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is ESP Presents The Amazing Race. With me as always, it's Jade!
1: Hey guys, what's up?
0: Hey, hey, so this is a special edition, not only our first episode covering The Amazing rice, but we're doing this on the road style. Des likes to call uh, in the truck, but we're not in a truck. We're in a rental car. Uh, We're currently uh, south of Eureka, traveling through the Redwoods, uh, Redwood National State Park actually it's it's interesting uh, uh looking at the voice notes as we record this it, it's uh, automatically listed this is a new update i've never seen this it says Humboldt redwood state park uh, we oughts on the next right so it's always fun when we do these in the car things to kind of give you a where we're at what we're doing kind of vibe
1: yeah no definitely and um obviously you know it is different being that we're recording on the road uh we know that there's
0: no music, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, with the way we've been doing the uh, Big Brother pod, we normally kick off with uh, a little bit of background, a quote from the show that they, they do, and then the, the intro music, so that's always fun to talk over, but uh, both for this Amazing Race episode and our newest Big Brother coverage, we're not going to have uh, It's all going to be uh, in the car, on the road editions.
1: Yeah, so you just get to hear our voices, and hopefully you you like them. Um, So yeah, let's kick
0: it off. Yeah, sounds good. I'm excited to do this because The Amazing Race is kind of the show that led to Big Brother. Whenever I talk about any of these reality shows, it usually starts with a, a fascination with Amazing Race, and it's not like I've watched it since the beginning. I've always been curious for years and years, but it was one of those things I never really tuned into too many... Uh, network TV shows, especially CBS. CBS is always, their go-to has been Studio in studio shows with like the studio audience or laugh track, and then they're like crime procedurals, like their CSIs. And while both of those are interesting, they were never really for me, so it was something like Amazing Grace was always something I was interested in, but it wasn't until it came to streaming that I was able to actually enjoy it. I was excited to see it hit Hulu and Amazon, where most of the seasons remain now. It's just uh. The pesky season thirty, uh, which I haven't seen, featuring it uh, just is nowhere to be found. It's not on CBS All Access. It's not on Amazon. It's not on Hulu. So, but that being said, uh, Amazon was the best place to watch it because it had uh, like seasons one through twenty eight, if I'm remembering right. Yeah. So uh still right now it has all those if you want to go back and watch that Uh, if you're a fan of us here at uh e-society first off thank you thank you so much for listening to us and uh yeah if you are intrigued by what you're hearing and you do want to catch up on amazing race or see seasons you haven't uh amazon's a great place to do it because yeah no commercials and it just runs like they got seasons one through 28 so a great place to check out uh, on that so
1: Yeah, and um, a quick little note from me about just The Amazing Race in general. Um, It's funny, obviously, you know, I I do live with my dad right now, and I've watched everything, basically, that he watches, and so just, like, coming back from school and everything, like, he had The Amazing Race and eventually Big Brother, which which is what led us to recording both the pods that we are doing right now. And... I, I think like, in terms of like the CBS shows, like I really do have like a weird soft spot for Love Island, but I think that's because of like me playing the game first and then watching the show, and the fact that it's about love and romance, and that's like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> um, right. But I really can appreciate The Amazing Race because it's actually the show like you that I did watch first out of the CBS shows that we do watch slash i watch on my own because i mostly watch the island um but yeah the the amazing race honestly is a wonderful show because of just the traveling all the places they've been um phil yeah yeah um the host of the show he has a running joke kind of going on the idea that he's been almost everywhere in the world except maybe a few different places here and there um and even still i think he's trying to like get the um get the amazing race to go to places that he hasn't been so he can like i've been everywhere type of
0: thing yeah super cool i know one of the places they haven't been is uh the south pole antarctica yeah and I could just picture maybe one day just to make sure they cross it off and complete that. It's actually shocking they haven't yet. Just to like check that off and and get that done, but it would actually be a place where you could start the race. Yeah. I think it'd be too hard to like finish it. to like go there or like visit. But yeah. if they like get the teams down there and they tell them, you know, because it's, it's, it's so harsh. Like they have yeah. to be in inside for the most part but like they could just leave from there yeah you know basically
1: yeah that's what i always thought like a starting point versus like y- there's no way you can do it in the middle The race it takes too much time and then it'd feel like a weird ending point i think like oh like you won, it, and it's like
0: yeah it's and like you can only be place. inside really like there's no really being outside for the most part you know
1: yeah and generally speaking um For the most part, and all of their um, start of the race and end of the race, it's usually outside somewhere.
0: Right, right. Like at
1: a known well place, wherever city or place. Um, But yeah, so traveling, obviously, super amazing. You get to see all these different cultures all around the world, all these different customs that people have, their everyday lives something like they do which is super cool because like it's like almost like a learning aspect in that as well um and just like the i feel like i feel like phil um said it like really great during the um intros of, like, everyone kind of, like, seeing each other for the first time? At yeah. The, it was at the Hollywood Bowl, right, you said? Yes. Yes. Um, so, it starts at the Hollywood Bowl, and Phil says something to like the effect of, yeah, like, um, you can't, like, re- rely on your like, physique, or, like, how, like, physically fit you are like there's so many aspects that go into it and which is why like Big Brother and the Amazing Race shows because like it's not all relying on one thing you have multiple things you're relying on and the race especially relies on um I feel like you know Phil Phil said like um a little bit of luck um, heart um like mentally being there you know some physicality here and there and yeah just do you think there's any other like like Mark's
0: no, no, but yeah, that was a great way to cover it. Uh, one thing I did want to mention too I mentioned this on uh, the most recent eSociety full regular episode we did, which is our shortest episode ever. I think that's what Nez called it when he uh, released it. But I mentioned at the start of this that they, I, I just knew that they had to have, the Phil came on and he said, like, that this, we uh, filmed this before the outbreak of the virus around the world, because obviously people watching it, if they thought it was going on right now or even recently, they would be like, wait, like, how is that possible? That's even maybe, like, irresponsible yeah. to be running around the world at this moment, you know? Right. So.
1: Yeah, I know. It was obviously crucial that they put that warning in there just to, like, if you know the race, like, you know they would it. But if you it's, like, your first time watching or something like that, or even if you're, like, you're, like, suspicious about it, like, it makes sense that they would have to have that there.
0: Yeah. And this this uh, season, I can only assume it was filmed the end of last year or the start of this one because it did have a normal release date. It was going to start in March, like, right when everything was shutting down and everybody was was closing their businesses and doing the shelter in place thing back in mid-March and the NBA shut down, all that stuff. It, it was, Amazing Race was about to kick off and I was like, oh cool, at least we'll have that. And then I think what CBS what you thought was like, oh wait, we might not have these shows for the fall. So they decided to save it and I get it, but uh, yeah, it was too bad. At the same time, I'm glad that we got it now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's crazy. The there's like a two weekish period here where we're going to be recording um, Amazing Race and Big Brother because Big Brother is almost done, and then we're going to continue with Race after.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, and that being said, uh, we had to kick off with this intro, and and you know give you a little background and and where we're at but uh once we get into normal episodes i imagine they'll actually be even shorter than these uh big brother pods that we've been doing because we were trying to 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 cover every episode but then we got to the the point where we were covering like three episodes in one so it had no choice to be closer to an hour Uh, these amazing race episodes are only going to be once a week so yeah, I imagine they actually will be on the shorter side, probably somewhere between fifteen, twenty-five minutes. I would guess yeah. at the most. It's
1: funny because it's going to be so much more chill. Like, yeah, it's cool to like record like a couple times a week or like the once a week that we end up doing because of how many shows are in um, one week. But yeah, it, the race having only one episode being that more chill, um, and technically speaking, doesn't race always have less episodes
0: then yeah it pretty. does it yeah. does because uh, they start with the is it 12 or is it 11 teams i want to say 12. yeah so they have the basically 11 eliminations and then uh two or three non-elimination legs so that makes for 12 like 12 to 14 episodes right
1: yeah i would i thought it was more around like 16
0: okay yeah uh, it could be yeah it could be
1: yeah yeah
0: um, oh because sometimes they have those legs too where it's actually it It's you think it's a, a check-in point it's a it's a end of that leg but it's a you're still racing you going yeah yeah Right. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, it's not they, an elimination.
1: And then they continue so, the footage yeah. to the next episode. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Um, so, yeah, actually getting into the episode, let's, yeah, yes, let's go let's back to... Um, yeah, so I mentioned before, they start at the Hollywood Bowl. And um, you want to talk about the teams?
0: Yeah, a little. Obviously, since we're on the road, we don't have their names right in front of us. So as the show goes on, I'm sure we'll get to know their names better. Right now, for me, the one standout team, obviously, is the one you would know from. uh, If you keep up with the NFL, you're aware of the former Carolina Panthers running back, uh, D'Angelo Williams. He's running it with uh, uh, a tight end. Uh, He was a lot less notable. I actually... As much as I follow the NFL, I don't remember this guy. Yeah. But he was a tight end on the Panthers. Uh, Gary, I think? Uh, am I getting I that right? I think so, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, D'Angelo
0: and Gary, Gary yeah. yeah. So that's the one team that's uh, a given as far yeah. as their names, just because they have, uh, you knew them going in, so. Right. And they did release uh, a couple of videos on CBS All Access. Uh, little like preview things. Of, like, yeah. get to know the teams real quick.
1: Right, right, right. And those were cool. They asked him, like, interesting questions, like, oh, like, what's your favorite um, Philism? Yes. Which is funny because, okay, so, like, um, the amazing race, Phil Cogan, the host, he has a lot of common things that he, he'll do throughout the season and the show. Um, in particular, an example that it's my favorite and that I know a couple people throughout there was um his eyebrow like crook like his like crook eyebrow moves and it's like it's really iconic you know when you see it it's great you love it um so that was one of them and then another one's like phrases and stuff like that right. like um I don't know what's an example? label uh I
0: love
1: Phil phrase
0: Oh, the they brought up the thing he says at the end of the race, like four continents, thirty-four countries, and yeah. twenty thousand miles.
1: miles. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. And I feel like the way the way he always presents that is always so great and very theatrical and great for the show. So yeah, that's just an example of Philism and the questions that they asked them while getting to know them with their intro videos.
0: Um, as far as
1: other teams go, Dad's uh, right, I don't know any
0: other yeah. teams. Yeah, and probably uh, for now, they'll just be like little things that we'll remember to identify them. Like there's the one team that, um, they were. there were a couple uh, former uh, Olympians, yeah. and she had uh, dyslexia. Yeah. So there's that team. Yeah, the uh,
1: Olympians... Um, and then there was the siblings, I remember, who are, like, crazy freaking smart.
0: Yeah, they yeah. went to Cal Berkeley. Shout out, yeah, <laughs> Cal. <totally. laughs> um, and
1: then,
0: oh gosh, who else is there? The, uh, so-called smart team that they were called out by, uh, D'Angelo and, yeah. and Gary, uh, I remember from their intro thing, they talked about, like, they've met on Tinder and, but they're actually both, like, highly educated, like, they have their Harvard best. and stuff. Yeah,
1: like, PhDs and stuff like that, I think, or yeah. Masters. Yeah. One of those. So, yeah, they're crazy smart. Um, They do have glasses, which, I don't know. That's like like an
0: identifier right now. like
1: a stereotype of, like... (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it always happens on the race where they, they actually do things like that, where they're like, the blondes, or... The siblings, are Kentucky, or Alabama, yeah. they start to identify people like that, like Texas. Yeah, they start to call call people that the Brentchels, right. things like that. They always start to be identifiers, like big names. you know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, there is the father son team. He right. is he definitely seems on the younger side, like early 20s and the dad seems like he's early 50s
1: yeah yeah i'd say so i like them as a
0: team yeah so there's them there is the there is a country team and the one thing that i remember about them is in their intro they talked about they got to know each other because of uh, i can't remember what they called it but it was the it was the, oh, the concept key. of fishing and it was like catfishing where like you basically let them bite your hand and they said it feels like a pit bull with no teeth yeah. biting you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's freaky to imagine. Um yeah, no know I remember that now too. Those guys seem super cool. Uh yeah, and I can't remember your Yeah, they're Honestly, like, I highly recommend you go watch that, like, their their intro specifically, because you literally see them, like, with the catfish, right? Yeah. Catfish. Yeah, you see them, like, practicing their work, and I'm like, bro, that looks crazy. Like, Uh freaking chomping. It's not even, like, chomping. It's, like, wiggling on your arm.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But, yeah, it's probably just such a weird thing, because it's, like, it really is, like, fighting down on you but it's no teeth so it's not really getting you yeah like
1: and like the fact that like it, of course like it's a job but like wow it's a job
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so like i said um we can't remember like all the teams and all the identifiers right off the bat but i'm sure we will like along the way we'll yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to know the names we'll and then names even and yeah
1: more teams that we yeah. sadly um don't remember at, at, at this moment
0: right right so uh um, One of the most interesting things about this race, unlike any other, even last season, which was the season that they did the former Amazing Race, former Big Brother, and former Survivor teams. Uh, Really good season, a lot of fun, and uh, especially fun to rewatch recently because after we'd gone back and watched all Big Brother to uh, have, you know, watched Janelle and Brittany's seasons in full... You know, yeah. so be able to enjoy them more, and I think even the first time we watched that season, we had seen like Nicole's first season, but we hadn't seen her winning season, so we didn't see we didn't even see Victor. Yeah, we didn't know who Victor was. So yeah. that was interesting, but uh, yeah, the unlike any other season, and this is season thirty-two, but yeah, unlike any other season, they didn't really show them traveling to the airport, in the airport, in flight, or anything, I actually had to rewind the DVR the first night we watched it because I was like, wait, what? They were already in their first location, Trinidad and Tobago, and they were already, like, they were, like, right into the challenge, and I was like, wait, what did we miss? Yeah. The travel?
1: We, like, we literally went from the Hollywood Bowl to Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, well, different location in, like, 25 yeah. seconds,
0: okay. So it's more time, I guess, for challenges in the episode, but still very weird. It'll be interesting to see if they keep that up. I don't think they can, because I think going forward, there is the whole problem of like certain teams getting on certain flights. Yeah. So you have to cover that. <laughs> yeah, you can't just like, okay, now we're jumping to Switzerland. And
1: usually there's like drama during the downtime of waiting yeah. at the airport and stuff
0: like that. I maybe this time truly was like any other and like there was not multiple flights. So all teams probably traveled on the one flight. It was that flight, period. And so that actually wasn't anything to it. Right. It was like a given. Yeah. So it was just like cut yeah, all like, that. Why, why there was yeah, no so I have
1: more time for the Yeah.
0: And the way they present the race usually it is like hectic stuff like, Oh, can we get on this first flight? We want the first flight. We want the fastest flight. We want this, you know? Yeah. And if there's none of that then might as well move right. forward. So The first challenge that they have is they're supposed to almost during like a carnival type thing. Big street parties, lots of people dressed up and heavy drums and
1: so awesome Yeah, I wanted to be there so bad.
0: They have to roll this steel drum down the street and into the carnival and all this busyness going on. They have to get through it and find this person that's described, I think, I think he was described as like the thief. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. it was a person dressed up in black and in a costume. And when they found amongst, him, they presented him the drum. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So the thief um, was kind of amongst all the people celebrating and partying and stuff like that. So it was like kind of a little journey to find them officially rolling the drum. Around everyone amongst this festival, it's super cool, crazy loud. They had to talk um, really loud so the camera could hear them. Yeah. And actually pick up what they're saying, which yeah. is kind of funny. But oh my gosh, like I hella wanted to be there. Like it looks so fun. Like I've wanted to go to festivals like that for years, and oh, oh I'll get there. But, yeah. yeah. Um. So that wasn't too bad. Um. I know. I remember a couple of teams, you know, like, it was, it's good, because I feel like, um, this is always, uh, like, a friendly reminder to, you know, enjoy life and stuff like that, no matter how hard you're going and stuff like that, like, this is, like, this is the amazing race, you're supposed to have a little bit of fun amongst everything that you're doing, even if it's hard, and this is the first, um, competition that you're doing, so, like, obviously it's not going to be as hard as, like, you know, like, right right before you went or anything like that. Um, but yeah, no, sorry, my long-winded point is just the idea of taking a few minutes or even like 30 seconds to have fun and dance.
0: Right, and that's what was cool because they actually did get to do that. Once they were presented the drum and they got the clue, it was time for them just to dance and hang out and have fun and party. And the interesting thing on that was the team from mm-hmm. Cal. Um, yeah. It was brother and sister, right? Yep, so Yeah. The, they actually took the method, and it's understandable, you know, based on, you know, watching the past race and teams get hectic and crazy. They were trying not to get crazy and hectic and not trying to get caught up in the pack, but then it did immediately backfire on them because they were the last to check in, which meant they were the last to... Depart in the next challenge the next morning because it was one of those things where, uh, and this doesn't happen a toll ton on the race, but it, it yeah, I remember it's happened before where like you get to a point and it's like, okay, yes, you're here, and for now you're, you're going to party the rest of the night. Tomorrow you're going to do this event. Yeah. So it was one of those kind of things. So once they checked in here, they were they, they were just to, to dance and party yeah, and right. everything. And, exactly,
1: and like. It's cool, too, because, like, you don't see, like, the rest of them partying the rest of the night, which is super great that they got to do that. But you do, do see, like, when the early teams do finish, um, they, they they started celebrating and
0: stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And that was really cool. Um, D'Angelo and Gary yeah. were definitely ones that got highlighted Love there. Yeah, but that's where the brother and sister teams were like, oh, my gosh, like, immediately our idea of like not getting caught up like it's completely backfired we're the last yeah to check in yeah. at this first thing you and know? that's
1: interesting too because i remember in their intro video they're talking about how they had watched the show together like forever and how they kind of like studied it in their own way Yeah. um and just like you know like obviously you'd like to they probably had like a little plan going in and how they were gonna like you know, like not get caught up between everyone and all the other teams, and stuff like that. But having a, it immediately backfire on you in the first um, in the first competition, yeah. like you, th- you th- like think that, like, oh, like we have to like maybe reframe our strategy.
0: Yeah, and it's funny too because I do get it. If you watch previous seasons, you just think about the first leg. Their probably analysis of watching previous seasons was like you're good as long as you don't like freak out and you don't lose your head but because it just so happened this time was about getting there first and fast yeah it backfired yeah you know
1: yeah and you can never call it and that's kind of the point of the race you don't know
0: yep um, what point you need to do what
1: yeah you don't know if it's gonna be like everyone is gonna leave at the same time everyone is gonna leave at different times depending on the time that you came in Like, you just... You
0: gotta do the best you can. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, it then goes to the next morning. And they are able to, based on the time they checked in, that's when their time uh, they're gonna leave on these boats. They leave the shore and they're taken out uh, into this water that you're able to just stand up in.
1: Yeah, it's very shallow.
0: Yeah, very shallow water, but they are taken out to it, so it's a while to get out there. And on the way out, you're shown a fish and a combination. And then when you get out there, amongst all these like hundreds of fishing combos in the water, you have to find your specific one to unlock to get your next clue.
1: Yeah, they're kind of like toy fish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's biggest problem and something as aspiring. Uh, race contestants that we are is like details matter even when you don't think it is everybody assumed it was just about remembering the combination Uh. but the color of the fish nobody realized that their fish was unique to them i think they thought like oh everybody's got the same fish and it all looks the same but everybody's fish was different so it was about matching the fish and the combo the fish was your first clue Of what it looked like, then you had to remember the combo. combo. Yeah, yeah, and
1: so you have to remember the colors and the numbers. Yeah, um, and that was, I mean, it wasn't too hard. I think a team might have struggled. Like here,
0: yeah, here and there. one of them. It showed on screen. I did catch like this. How many times? Yeah, yeah. and it was it was up there? It was like they tried ninety seven or something.
1: Ninety seven different
0: fish. fish, and it was like
1: <sighs> out of how many were there? You know, like, like
0: and all crazy. you all you really needed to do. I get it. It's like hectic, and you're in a hurry, and you're just trying to get it done. But it's like, had you just got the detail of what the fish looked like and been like, nope, nope. Like you wouldn't even have to try the combo yeah. on each one. It was just finding the fish, then entering the right combo. Yeah,
1: knowing which which fish had what colors.
0: Yeah, and everybody actually just went on the method of like, this one, nope. And then they go down to the next one, do the combo, nope. And it was like, it was such a, actually a bad yeah, it makes method. It, it
1: makes it harder on yourself yeah. for sure. Yeah, so that was, that was okay. Um, I remember Phil saying about the, um, okay, so it's Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. Yes. That location is very well known in, like, um, like travel, like top places, like, and like, be- like pretty, like travel oh, locations yep, yep. and like, oh, like it's like very, like when you go there, it looks like a magazine right? type of thing.
0: One thing to to mention about this challenge and the previous one, the first one, the roll the drum, that was Trinidad and the whole point of checking in and the amount was what flight you were gonna get to Tobago. Right. So that was the difference in in getting there fast. That's why that's mattered. So yeah, the flights. the second part did take place in Tobago, actually. Right. So first the the fish thing and what was interesting about that I don't want to forget to mention this once you got it the little barge the like party boat that they had to like go over to get their clue yeah. when they turned in their unlocked fish like that was so cool looking
1: yeah i know it looked like out of a movie or something like it was yeah. like they had like you could like wh- there wasn't there was like steps into the
0: yeah. water steps into the water and then yeah. steps to go up so it was like you could like look down on the events
1: yeah there were like levels to it yeah i don't know like it looked like a different type of like it didn't look like a yacht you know like it looked like a cool like like a party boat
0: yeah right right exactly Very cool. so that was cool mm-hmm. all right so we get on the fish challenge yes okay so the next part was once you leave the fish then you go back to the docks and at the docks uh, I wish I remembered the exact wording, but it was like uh, it was like who can uh, keep the rhythm or keep the beat, wasn't yeah. it? Something to that effect. Yeah. So and then it turns out this challenge and yes to you know, as far as the episode went, this was the challenge of challenge. The fish, yes, I get it. Like but it was for most people because they ignored the fish detailed. It was just trial and error, and everybody was just waiting to get through. So, you were eventually going to get it. It just took however many times it took. This one, though, was a true skill challenge where you had to pay attention and get it. It wasn't just like you were eventually going to get it, like unlocking a fish. Right. This one was really like you had to pay attention, and it was uh, playing Deo yep. on steel drums.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, a lot of people would uh, think of Beetlejuice. Yeah. When I'm thinking about this. Definitely. Dun, 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 dun.
1: Uh, or, wasn't it also in The Uh
0: They used steel like, drums, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, kind of. They like, cool. like, I think they, they like, tried to like, get the vibe. Get the vibe of, of it, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so. Um, so yeah, this, out of the whole episode, this is probably my most interesting, um, competition to me because of how much it took. You have to focus on the numbers in the drum, um, where you're hitting them, how hard you hit them. So you can hear the, um, so you can, like, the sound, like, comes off properly. Yeah. And it's not too quiet or too loud. Um... And then, yeah, just like keeping
0: the, keeping the beat. Right. And this is what threw me off a little. I was like, oh boy, like I can only imagine how hard it would be, but you just have to get in that mind state of like, okay, however many times this take, like ask for hints. You will get down the beat. Like that. You'll eventually get it. It may take times, but the repetitiveness should eventually get to you, but the sheet. This is my point. Like when you first see it, it's definitely a little intimidating because it was between yeah. five to seven lines of remembering three,
1: three,
0: five, three, five, three, five, three. Yeah. Like oh. Yeah, gosh. and
1: then seeing it was a little scary. Like I feel like generally playing it is a little easier than actually seeing it on paper.
0: Yeah, the numbers.
1: Yeah. But it's just, uh, it's actually just to help you. So, um, the, it's, it was definitely interesting to see like how long or how quick, um, it took some of the teams, uh, team in particular, the, um, female Olympians was one of the girls having dyslexia.
0: I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was crazy. Cause like, oh my God, like imagine like you're really like on your first episode on, like, only on your first, lo- you're in your, like, first, un- first and a half location, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you're, like, just starting out, and then, like, here's, here's something with, like, numbers, which is incredibly difficult.
0: Like, numbers scramble you. Yeah. In that state. Exactly. So. And,
1: yeah, when you have dyslexia, it's, like, ten times more harder than, like, and it's already hard to begin with. Yeah. So, and the fact that, you know, she, um, I... Do you remember if she... I don't think... Because I don't
0: think she knew exactly what it was. No, because that was the problem. You didn't know it was going to entail numbers. Like, it was one of those things. On the race, you have to... They instruct you to slide up half the paper. Mm -hmm. And and it says, like... it It was like, who's ready to party and that's all it gives you. What does that mean? Yeah. Who's ready to party? Yeah. Like you are. And then it's like, oh no, I would have been perfect for this. Yeah. And it was like it was so unfortunate for the, those Olympians because, of course, it would have been better for yeah. the other girl to do it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. But also, in a way, I think that as hard as it was for her, I also felt like you know, like. When you are struggling or something like that and you truly get past it and, you know, you, she did it great and she had a really good attitude about it, that's what matters.
0: Right. Like, when, Oh, sure, Like sure, when, sure. you know,
1: she had a good attitude because, like, there's, it's so easy to just be like, no, like, literally, like, my brain is, like, screwing with me. Like, there's no way that I can do this. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, there's so, it's so easy to get down on yourself, especially when you know the odds are against you with something like that yeah so it's really admirable that you know she had such a good attitude she's like i don't know about you guys but i'm like i'm gonna get out of here like i'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna yep. go do yep. it like have to have she to she so positive about it and that's yep. really great um and also you know just like she you know and because of that attitude you know she did do it
0: right right exactly I mean, and that's
1: just that's proof that yep. like no matter, like... No matter what. No yeah. matter what, like, there are ways to get around these things. Like, it is possible for, you know, the average human being to do all of these.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was interesting also for uh, D'Angelo and Gary that they, for some reason, thought that it was going to be a strength challenge, which they're both pretty strong guys, but they thought, oh, okay, yeah, let's have... Let's, let's Gary was gonna do this and then immediately D'Angelo's like oh my god he's this like I should no, have done it.
1: This guy's like no rhythm. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: is like in his DNA in his bloodline he probably has nobody that's uh, played an instrument Gary's like well wait a minute <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it was funny like they're close they're teammates yeah, they're, well, they're like, basically family so. Yeah. A little
1: little teasing. Yeah. There.
0: But um the most interesting thing was um, there's uh, no point in keeping the suspense because if you watched, I assure if you're listening to us you watched the episode and you know what happens but uh, the team that eventually goes on to win this leg, the I can't remember their names but they're a husband and wife of uh, Asian descent
1: oh yes Yes.
0: Uh, the husband ends up doing it and he had a history of piano yeah so and the funny thing there was there was a girl girl team that saw him and like the way they played it on the episode is like she says to the camera without even him hearing like she's like oh like whatever like of asian descent like he probably studied piano and then it cut to him and he's like he's like yeah you know being of asian descent Like, uh, of course, my parents had me study piano. I
1: know, yeah. (laughs) And that was really good, like, cutting, because I was like, oh, damn, that's funny. (laughs) And, um, he he says, like, oh, yeah, good thing I guess I studied, huh?
0: Yeah. (laughs) That
1: was funny. Um, One try.
0: One try for that guy. one
1: try, yeah. He got it so quick, immediately. Um, so, yeah, he did really good. And then, yeah, him and his wife, um, went to go on and went. Do you want to talk about anything else with the drums?
0: Um... No, just that a few teams really did get stuck. It was like. I would, it was I interesting, guess, yeah. like, you either got it in one or two tries, or it was going to take you like 10.
1: Yeah, and because of how. I think there was only one, obviously, one drum available because it's like one
0: group of yeah. people
1: um, performing with you. So, yeah, it was only one drum available at a time. So, say that there's three, four teams there, you have to wait your turn.
0: Yeah, and exactly. that
1: just takes longer. Um. So yeah, but honestly, it really it really was like super pretty there. Like I feel like it'd be such a fun location to visit. Like it was so nice and like, you know, ooh, the beach and oh, it's so pretty. Um, yeah, so that was really nice. And I guess kind of moving on to the end. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The final mini challenge was kind of interesting because it didn't end up affecting this episode, but it could have, and that's what made it interesting because... The whole thing was you got to this place with these like goat races yeah, and cool. yeah and the way it was set up was at the far end of the track that's where Phil was with the representative for Trinidad and Tobago. They always have somebody from the country stand on the mat with him to welcome both the first and the last team. That's, like, kind of an indicator, at least for the show. He might say it to everybody, but the way they edited it on the show, only the first and the last team hear it. Yeah. That's, like, the tradition right. of an amazing race. So, uh, But anyways, the last little mini challenge was you had to hold on to this goat. And they were, like, racing goats, so they were really fast and could yank and tug away from you. Mm-hmm. So you had to hold on, and if you let go, you'd have to go back. And if there was another team in line, you'd have to go behind them. So they actually were setting up for a scenario and it didn't play out this way, where the last two teams possibly to arrive, if the the second to last team, the last safe team, if they would have let go of their goats, it would have opened the door. For the last place team to pass them if they held on to their goats. So it was actually kind of cool in yeah. that way.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it didn't work out, you know, probably the, the the way it could have been, but it was still really interesting to see everyone um, holding on to their goats and, like, you know, literally getting, like, kind of like running and, yeah, yeah. racing and. Running towards Phil with the goat, yeah, and Phil having to say like, "Let it go, let it go, again.
0: <laughs> well, the interesting thing is that was like an adaptation because the very first team, the uh, husband and wife of Asian descent, they they were the first team to arrive. They knocked out that drum challenge. They were the first to arrive, and as they came into the mat. The husband just outran the mat. He passed the mat holding onto the goat, but the wife, she aimed right for Phil and the guy. And as she came on to the mat, she like fell back. And like it almost looked like she hit her head as she fell back on the mat. And Phil and the guy were like, Oh my God, oh, are you okay? This and that. And she was like, then like she fell back first but then she like got the goat kept going so she got twisted around and was like getting dragged off the mat so it became a moment where phil like had to be like okay we have to tell them yeah let Let it go go. let it go let it go (laughs) as they came in
1: yeah that's (laughs) crazy i feel like that's yeah like you said like definitely an adaptation because like oh my gosh like I mean, it makes sense. Like, maybe you do. You don't. You don't know. Like, you maybe have to go like past pedal or something.
0: Or you have to hold. You can't let go. Or you have to restart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were thinking that. That's understandable. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, just hold on. So yeah, she like falls back and then is getting dragged off the mat. And he's like, "It's okay. It's okay. Let go. You're all right." Yeah. (laughs) So.
1: So yeah, that was good. And then yeah, every other team that came after that. Um, Phil was made sure
0: to say, like, you can let go. Yeah. This was the point, though, where it left me a little confused, unlike any other episode of Amazing Race, because it felt like one way or the other. It was either an elimination point, you kept racing, or, you know, that was that, and they were the first team to arrive but then he said you're still racing and i was like oh they're not going to eliminate anybody tonight and then teams continue to check in check in check in and thankfully the team with dyslexia they they were one of the last teams there it took them the most times to try it but they were not the last team to leave that was the catfish duo yeah that left and so the last team safe was the olympians right so, thankfully, they made it, and as we were watching, I was like, okay, yeah, the, the country guys, the catfish guys, they're the last team to arrive, but they're going to be safe. Like, this, the leg's not over.
1: Right.
0: And that's not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, we got to that point, and I was ready for him to say, like, you're the last team to arrive. But you're still racing. That's what he's done in the past. And this time he's like, you're the last team to arrive and you've been eliminated. And I was like, whoa.
1: Yeah, and that's really interesting because I feel like, um, you know, as as many times as the show has been done, it's it's weird to see, like, oh, like, at what times do they decide to actually, like, okay, like, let's do it this way. And we're going to, you know, like, eliminate someone this time. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I guess the big question going into the next episode, of which I know you didn't look at the preview, and for me, it—I didn't feel like it, it spoiled too much, but because I don't get, i really didn't get anything out of it. Is what's coming up next? But uh, I wonder: the still racing part. Do they have more challenges to do on Trinidad and Tobago, and will they end the next leg there, still on the island, or will? the leg continue to travel will they travel to another place in this next episode
1: yeah maybe um that'll be fun to see if they continue staying there yeah go somewhere else maybe i could see them going somewhere else
0: yeah yeah either way it's interesting that like this didn't feel like an official pit stop yet still they eliminated somebody yeah so i don't know maybe they got something cooked up to where it's like like a uh like, a like more more say more uh more non-eliminations later or something i don't know um, i don't know i don't maybe. know yeah, i'm a little maybe thrown off by the whole series of events because it had it didn't play out like uh any other season really
1: yeah and maybe that's the point
0: maybe yeah are, sure i like,
1: think of like yeah, yeah more sexist
0: right Well, I know we haven't been able to talk too much about the teams in general, and that'll basically put a wrap on this episode. Really looking forward to see where it goes next. But one thing I did want to do in this, our first episode, is kind of put on record, and it's kind of hard because we don't know the teams that well that yet, but uh, I want to put on record if just for fun of it doesn't mean anything doesn't mean we can't change our pick but just after this first episode did you get the vibe from anybody that they could this team could go all the way and win it do you have like a favorite oh gosh uh, i know like i said we don't know the names but just in general like a Hmm, uh, them
1: i would say maybe the maybe the siblings but i feel like I feel like they'll have to, like, make some changes to their, their like, their race.
0: Right. Right.
1: Probably. Right. Um, I'm not entirely sure yet. It's kind of hard to call. I mean, obviously, I'll feel like I'll have a bad answer probably next episode. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's my pick for now.
0: My early vibe, and I know this is exactly what D'Angelo Williams said, uh, and it might you might think stereotypical but I think for a different reason. I think the Tinder, Harvard, Green Team, smarty glasses team. Oh, I actually really like their chances because I think they are well-rounded. I right. think they aren't just bringing the smarts to the table. I think they can do the athletic stuff too. At least that's my impression after yeah. one leg. So I actually like them as a well-rounded team. As much... I said this off record with you a bunch, so I want to put it here. I'm just glad D'Angelo and Gary lasted more than one episode because that was the one team you knew going in. But that being said, I do not see them going no. too much farther. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they get eliminated second or third, really.
1: Yeah, I... I have like a I have some hope for these guys, but the I don't know like I just can't see them winning honestly. And um, it's funny during their intro, we found out that another well, intro I think it was getting to know them. Yeah, getting to know them video. Um, the fact that Daniel tried to make Gary train with him and prep for the race, and he was like. No, I'm good.
0: Yeah, so they didn't really train, right? (laughs)
1: Compared to you know um, them having their famous background and stuff like that, which is great. But the other teams I know did train a
0: lot. Right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, and I'm I'm actually shocked that uh, the the team that was eliminated first was, I think. um, and I, like I said, I, I I feel bad to just identify them this way, but we don't we don't have the names in front of us. So we don't yet. My guess was the uh, pink team. That as we were watching the episode, oh. you remember I said that's who I guessed was first eliminated. Oh, yeah, and I they remember. they ended up checking in mid range around yeah, six seven.
1: Right. So. Yeah. No, I remember that.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess that'll just about do it for this episode you got any other amazing notes
1: um no not for now i think that's
0: it all right uh we're recording this a few days after it aired probably going forward we'll probably try to knock it out uh probably more instant reaction style but uh had a lot going on this past week so but we'll probably get on schedule schedule especially after uh, the next two weeks once uh, Big brother wraps up and amazing race will be our main show well that and mass singer which we're already falling behind on but uh, get
1: back.
0: we'll get there we'll get there yeah. we'll get there especially once Big brother's over Big brother is such a a, a domination of your entertainment time not only the the show itself but the live feeds and the scenario videos and the cliff notes so it's a lot of it's been a lot of dedication it's been a lot of fun yeah but it's a lot of dedication there to keep up with that so all right on that note we'll be back with episode two which airs next wednesday so until then
1: (laughs) um thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you next time
0: and have fun be safe and we'll see you next time e-society